Welcome to the Boba News Podcast. I'm Kim Bremer and I'll be your host today. Summer will be here before you know it and with it comes county fairs and all the cattle shows that young people get involved in every year. While the actual activity of showing an animal teaches many things, the actual practice of getting an animal ready for show teaches so much more life lessons. Today on our panel we have Katie Coyne. Katie put her youth development and cattle showing experience to work three years ago when she began Mill Wheel Show Clinics. Through a lifetime of volunteer and professional work in the dairy and youth sector, she decided to develop a clinic that teaches youth all aspects of successfully showing dairy cattle. Katie's family's been exhibiting state and national show winners for over 50 years, and that, coupled with her desire to teach young, valuable life lessons through working with cattle, inspired her to begin this venture. Welcome, Katie. Thank you. It's great to be here today. So to get us started, why don't you tell us about your latest business venture? Well, um, several years ago, I had the opportunity to work at NASCO with a man from Oklahoma named Kirk Steerwalt, who works with Weaver Livestock. And Kirk has made a, a, a business out of traveling around the country, teaching youth how to prepare beef animals to show. And with all the things that I know about showing and my experiences in life and always my desire to do something different, I thought maybe I should try it in the dairy sector. So I approached Weaver and they were on board with it on a trial basis. And then just about a year and a half ago, they asked me to join their pro staff as an official member of the pro staff. So now I travel around the country uh, and actually literally all over the country and teach youth in groups of 20 to 40 youth uh, how to uh, fit cattle, show cattle, the finer points of showmanship. If we have enough time in a clinic, we talk about feeding and all those kinds of things as well. Who takes your clinics? Is it beginners wanting to learn? Is it experts wanting to hone in on their skills? At this point, it's both. Um, I'm learning right along with everyone else. What I really like to do is have a, a cross section of both groups. What I do is I do a showmanship demonstration and talk to them from a judge's perspective of what I'm looking for in the ring, as well as following the showmanship guidelines set up by PDCA, the Purebred Dairy Cattle Association. And then I have the older kids um, usually get a bunch of uh, six to eight heifers and come in and we do a little mock showmanship class. And I start with the older youth because then the younger children who are there and the beginners can actually see what I was talking about in my demonstration. And we, we talk about good mistakes. So those older youth have some basic knowledge of what to do, uh, but they will often do things that I, I want to help every uh, showman who's there be better than where they were when they arrived at the clinic. So some showmen need a little bit of tweaking. Some we use as examples because they're really good at what they do. And then we work our way down to those younger members um, and beginners. Showing has changed and evolved over the years. And so even if parents or grandparents were part of showing years ago, it's it's all changed, which is the best part of the industry is that we're always trying something new. And so everybody can learn something at a clinic. Yeah, that's a great point. In the introduction, we talked about kids 
they learn by showing cattle, both inside and outside of the ring. So over the years that you've helped kids, what are some of the life lessons that you've seen kids learn? I talk a lot about us. When, we're, when the youth are in the show ring, I talk about several things. One, first impressions. I, I really talk about what you and your heifer look like when you walk into the ring. Are you presented well? Do you have a white shirt, white pants, a belt? Is your hair tied back? Uh, do you have a nice haircut? Um, if you're a young man in the show ring, what does your heifer look like? She needs to be spot on. First impressions are so important. I also talk about uh, when I ask youth to stop and set their heifers up, I say, put your feet together, stand up straight, get out in front of your heifer. When the judge comes closer to give you a, a, a close-up inspection, make sure that you look the judge right in the eye. If they ask you a question, be sure to answer that question confidently and loudly. And again, look the judge in the eye because, and I talk about you're going to do scholarship interviews, you're going to do job interviews, college interviews, you're going to make first impressions and impressions uh, your whole life. So go on it in the showroom, which is a fun place to do it. And finally, and perhaps most important to those two aspects is set a goal, work towards the goal at home, and have a good work ethic and learn responsibility. You can't skip a feeding or you can't skip a washing at home and think that you're going to be able to work towards your goal as well as you can. Um, without setting that work ethic and that responsibility that you learn by preparing cattle or any species to show. Hmm. Let's talk about getting animals ready for the show ring. So it's early May. What are a few basic things that kids need to be doing with their animals to get them ready for a show that might happen in July? Well, one of the most important things is to get your heifers tied up uh, with a nice, with a good rope halter. And once they're used to being tied up and worked with, I, I like to have youth brush them, uh, brush their tails out, work around the animals, feed them, lead them to water, helps them break them to lead. Once they've done that, it's a good idea to tie your heifer's head up for about uh, 20 to 30 minutes a day, gets that heifer used to having her head up and kind of, so to speak, getting a little bit tired and, and ready to work with you in the show ring. Once you've got them halter broke with the rope halter, it's a good idea right away to get a show halter on them, make sure it fits properly halfway between their nostrils and their eyes, uh, make sure that halter fits properly and start working with them. The most successful showmen are showmen who have developed a team aspect with their heifer. So those are some of the things um, show-wise to be doing early on in May. And once you get those things done, then you can begin working on washing and clipping and, and those kinds of things. Ah, washing and clipping. So getting the hair just right is important for the best look in the show ring, but that doesn't happen by just clipping your calf the day before the show. Uh, what are some of the things that you recommend? So it's important, it's, I really like that you said it doesn't happen the day before the show because a lot of people try to do that is just show up at the show with really long shaggy hair and make it look good and it's virtually impossible. So uh, what you wanna do is, uh, it's a little weird here 
in the in the um, upper Midwest, upper New York, those New England, because it's hard to wash a heifer before you clip them. But if at all possible, you should wash your heifer. Make sure you get that soap out of that long winter hair, and then go ahead and and clip most of the hair off. You don't want to clip the hair off the belly or the top line. You want to you do want to you want to blow your top line up and clip the ends of the hair off and shape the top line, but at this point, if you clipped all that hair off the top line or the belly, then you wouldn't have enough to straighten all that out for the show. So, but clip the sides, the head. We keep our heads, tails, and necks clipped off all year round. It just helps keep that hair growth going. Um, but you want to wash them with a really good livestock shampoo. You want to condition them with a livestock conditioner. Lots of brushing really brings out those nice natural oils. Um, if you do clip them off and they're going out in the sunshine, you want to put some uh, powder on them on the white spots so the white spots don't get sunburned. I like to keep show heifers inside during the day so that they um, don't get sunburned and their skin doesn't dry out after clipping. But um, if you have to put them out, be sure to put powder on them. But it's really, really important to work with that hair and train that hair. And don't just clip the sides off, but but work your top line hair and work your belly hair so that when you do get ready for that final day or two of clipping, um, everything works in your favor. Now let's fast forward to the show ring. I realize you can't show us today, but what are just a few tips kids could make sure they understand when they enter the ring and show their animal? The thing that I talk about the most at my clinics, I probably mention it 10 to 15 times during the clinic is first and foremost, make your heifer look as good as she can possibly look. And what do you need to do to do that? Secondly, we talk about knowing the rules and guidelines of showmanship. In 2011, the National Purebred Dairy Cattle Association sat down and set some really um, easy to follow guidelines. You need to know those guidelines. And third, make sure you're having fun while you're in the show and doing those things. Um, and sometimes the first thing, making your heifer look as good as she can, doesn't go with the second thing. And that's where it comes in to do that practice at home. So, for example, we always teach youth the leg towards the half, the judge is back on a heifer. So you set your heifer up with the leg towards the judge back. But if she's all stretched out or all coupled together, she doesn't go back to rule number one, making her look as good as she can. So they need to know that. Some, some pretty basic pieces are um, to, when you enter the show ring, you should be walking straight forward. Once all the people are in the ring, uh, you turn around and walk backwards, stand out a little bit away from your heifer in front of her nose, whether you're walking forwards or backwards. When the judge asks you to stop, you stop. And if you're showing a heifer, set your back legs up first with the back leg towards the judge back. If you're showing a cow, the back leg towards the judge is forward. As the judge walks around the outside of your heifer, you need to be able to just take one step with that heifer and, and switch those back legs or that heifer or cow. The front legs need to be set up somewhat square or parallel or um, in straight line with each other, but that's not critical. The critical part is to get those back legs set up. And I, I tell you to set those up first and then work on the front legs. 
Um, of course, it's important to have their head up without being too high and having the nose in the air. On 99% of the heifers, you need to pull throat and you do that by placing your hand alongside the jaw and, and picking up that extra skin. Um, you wanna have the halter all in your left hand so that you can use your right hand to place it on her shoulder, touch down the top line, touch down the tail head. Um, when you're going into line, you also, again, wanna turn around and walk forwards into the line so that you get there in a timely manner, efficient manner. You want to make sure that you don't leave too much space in the line between you and the heifer in front of you. Um, and once you're in the line, you don't need to, if you're the first person in line, you need to put the outside leg back. And that makes the heifer appear longer. And that's why the that first person in line, and actually the last person in line, the outside legs on those heifers are back. Then everyone else in line just needs to get their heifers into line and set up nice and square. So they look back to rule number one, they look as good as they can possibly look. When the judge walks around the front of the line, everyone in all the showmen should turn and look at the judge so the judge can see the front end of their heifer. So those are kind of some of the basics. Um, if you have a cow in line, you would switch the feet, the legs back and forth. I always recommend that youth bring a heifer into showmanship unless you have one of those really great Jersey cows um, that you've been showing a long time. But a heifer really fits showmen uh, much better than a cow does. <laughs> That's a great point. And what about after the show, Katie? What can kids do to reflect on their experience, learn for next time? Well, one of the things I want to talk about immediately after the show, especially at the end of the day, uh, your last time in the show, and you should go over and thank the judge. Um, a judge, people judge shows because they want to teach. Uh, they want to help youth uh, be better than where they were before they started the show in the morning. And uh, believe me, no one gets rich judging cow shows. So it's really important that youth, no matter how you place in the day, go over and thank the judge for, for coming that day. What you want to take away from the show is what you learned. What did you learn in the barn? Just walking around, seeing what other competitors are doing. You want to think about what did the judge tell you? What did you see other people doing that you liked? And what did you see other people doing that you thought, I don't, I don't think I want to try that. So there's whenever I leave a clinic, I think, oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. And um, it's the same with showing you. You really want to come away and, and figure out what do I want to do next year or the next show I go to 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 do better than I did. Even if you had a great day, there's always something that you can learn, something that you can improve on. So it's important to to. Um, to set a new goal and to learn something new, uh, no matter how successful you are, and um, no matter how you did, a lot of people it's their first at their first time at the show, and they may be a little bit disappointed. But as long as you've learned something and in that you are taking something away, that's the important piece to it. So, what does your schedule look like, Katie, for Mill Wheel Show Clinics? Uh, how can people take part in your clinics? Where are you headed next? Uh, it's 
it's really been amazing to me how it, this has taken off um, and really been fun. I'm off this week to Michigan and Western Pennsylvania, uh, Wednesday and Friday. Next week I'm in Ohio, then I'm back to Wisconsin and I have several clinics in Minnesota. And really um, I'm traveling almost coast to coast this summer with clinics, which is really fun. Um, if people want to have a clinic, uh, the, the way I've built this business so far is through social media. So they can um, check out Instagram and Facebook, the Mill Wheel Show Clinics page. Um, if they want to attend a clinic, some of the clinics are kind of closed for, for certain counties. Um, some of that is because of the pandemic and some of it is because those counties have big populations of dairy youth and an ideal clinic has about 40 to 60 youth at it. That way, when we break down into groups, it makes up a nice class size for, for practicing and actually having a mock showmanship contest. So um, some of them are closed, but if you see one and you want to attend, you can send me a message on Facebook or you can send a message directly uh, to that group. And it's it's really fun just to get a group of 15 to 20 youth together and, and have a clinic as well. Um, it, it becomes, um, it's, it's a huge learning curve. The other thing that's kind of evolved is there's, it's kind of become two different kind of clinics. There's day-long clinics where we really dive into to washing and clipping and, and showmanship. And then we have a show, kind of a mock showmanship at the end of the day. And uh, those are the ones where youth are going to learn the most. And then there's been a few associated in the past two or three weeks with sales and those are shortened version. We focus a lot more on showmanship, but we do talk about um, good products to use. We talk about top lines and belly hair and some of those kind of advanced fitting things so that people have a little idea. And um, my favorite ones are those day longer or, or even a day and a half clinic where you really get to know the youth and um, their, their strengths and how you can help them become better show people. I think that this is so important and I'm so glad to see that you're doing this, Katie. Uh, I've helped with my county junior Holstein group for several years and we see a lot of kids that are interested in showing dairy, but even a lot of kids who aren't farm kids, um, but they're still interested in doing it. And, you know, we're getting a lot of kids that aren't traditionally from farms that are involved or want to be more involved. And this is a great opportunity for them. I think it's really important. I, um, I did a series of these last summer with Wisconsin Junior Holstein, which if, if any states want to follow their model, they did a fantastic job of putting four of these on around the state of Wisconsin because there weren't any shows. So they said, well, let's try to get kids in their heifers out somehow. But um, one of the people who came to it said, I don't know any of the kids here. And I said, that is exactly the kids that I'm working with, the people that we don't know. Um, and those are the youth that are going to go on and be farm managers for us. Those are the youth that are going to go on and be in the dairy industry because their experience in the dairy industry, they, they've come into it from outside of the industry. They're their neighbor or, you know, their grandma or grandpa is, is had a farm and they want their parents want them to do something. So they they are getting this great taste of 
dairy cattle and working with dairy cattle and what can I do to set my goal and, and go on and do this. And then, yeah, they're, they're definitely going to be the future of the dairy industry because there aren't enough people within the dairy industry today to, to serve the whole industry in the future. So it's been really, really fun for me. I know a lot of youth across the country through my work in Junior Holstein, um, volunteering at National Holstein Conventions and those kinds of things. So it's really fun for me to go in and just meet a whole new group of people um, in, in different places. So uh, yeah, definitely this is something that ignites a passion in, in youth that they didn't even know existed because they weren't really involved with dairy before. Well, I'm so grateful that you're doing this, Katie. I look forward to following uh, your business as it continues to grow. Make sure that you find Mill Wheels Show Clinics on social media, Instagram, and Facebook. This wraps up our Bova News podcast for today. If you like what you heard, be sure to follow Bova News on your favorite podcast subscription service. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on the various social media platforms and subscribe to our YouTube page. And be sure to check out our website, bovanews.com, for more information and alerts to upcoming podcasts and webinars. This has been your host. Kim Bremer, and from everyone at Bova News, have a great day.